It's okay to be on vacation. It's okay to not be available for a week. And it's accepted. Our clients do this. Our consultants do this. And, you know, the world doesn't fall apart. Why can't we do it? Welcome to the Speak Podcast. I'm Evan Troxell. Each episode, Neil Pan, Cormac Phelan, and I have a casual conversation about all things architecture, and we invite you to listen in as we talk about everything in the profession, both the good and the bad. Maybe you're considering a career in architecture, you're still in school, or you've been around the blocks of Corbusier's City of Tomorrow more times than you'd like to admit. Join us in the studio as we stand around the water cooler and talk about why we love our chosen profession. It's time for some Arcaspeak. Welcome to episode 34 of the Arcaspeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And Evan, we have some friends of the show to announce for this episode. We do. We have two friends of the show, and I thought it'd be fun to start talking about where people are uh, coming from. So first off is Steve Hall, who is from Cary, North Carolina. And Steve is a friend of the show previously as well, I believe. And uh, it's hard to keep track anymore because we have so many awesome friends. But uh, one of the things that Steve said is he finally crossed his new firm from red to black. And so he's glad to be able to give back. Um, so that was very cool of him to do. And he donated That's cool. $33 to the podcast. And uh, Steve, we are fans of yours as well. So thank you for donating to the site and to the, the podcast. And next we have Jordan Bales from Warradale, South Australia, all the way from the other side of the pond there. And uh, he is a 20-year-old second-year architecture student from the University of South Australia. And uh, so it's awesome to know that we're playing in... His headphones are on his speakers in the studio down there. That is very cool. And um, it says that we have uh, really helped ignite his passion for the field. And so that is some of the best news that we get on this podcast. That's really cool to hear. So thank you, Jordan. We really appreciate it. And he donated $20 to the show. Now, I've got a quick question. Does he listen to the podcast a day before we record it? I don't remember if Australia is in the future or in the past. They are in the future. Yeah. I have confirmed this. Oh, so he's already listened to this. Yeah. So when we post our episodes on Sunday night, uh, Pacific time at 9 p.m., it's actually Monday afternoon, late afternoon over in Australia, New Zealand area. Nice. Yeah, I've so. been there, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> which, which maybe plays into what we're talking about tonight. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes, it will, actually. And, and uh, actually, Evan, why don't you remind everybody how they can uh, donate to the show? Yeah, if you want to become a friend of the show and have your name read on the air, we would love that. And uh, so you can go to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash donate, and you get to choose how much you want to donate. Anything over $5, you get your name read on the show if you want. If you don't want, it's fine to say that as well. Um, so we'd love it and it helps keep the show going and, uh, pay for all the stuff behind the scenes that makes it possible to do this. 
So uh, we appreciate everybody who's donated so far. Thanks to our two new friends of the show. And we would love to have some new friends of the show on the next podcast. Absolutely. In fact, uh, we were alluding to it just a second ago, but I think uh, for this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about vacations and, you know, the importance of probably uh, making sure you take one in the first place. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll share a little bit about maybe what, what we're thinking of doing this summer as well. Yeah. Maybe we can have a meetup. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> That there's there's talk of uh, several people we know uh, uh, about meeting up in Chicago at the the uh, upcoming AIA conference. Uh, so that that is going to happen, but I don't think we're planning on going. But we'll get to that. Not. Yeah. But I, I wanted to start us off by talking about just the importance of vacations. I um, I think it's I think it's important to take them, and it really. Um, upsets me maybe not upsets not the right word but it concerns me when you know we we the 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 economy is improving i want to come back to that but i the economy is improving i think uh, a lot of us are feeling that um at least i hope most of us are feeling that and as we get busier the times we have available to us um are not are are getting smaller and shorter and, and and there's much more pressure on our time and I just think it's more important now that we understand that, you know, the importance of taking that time off to take a break and to get away from, uh, the day to day, uh, work that we're doing and, and enjoy, you know, our families or perhaps a, a different location, uh, is important. And I don't think we should, we shouldn't forget that. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, uh, it, it's a huge way for us to, get our heads back in the game, right? Because this is a stressful thing that we do and it, and there, it requires a lot of thought and a lot of energy and you've got to recharge your batteries. Right. And I mean, what, what you just said about how things are picking back up. I mean, we, we saw in Steve's note right there, you know, he went from the red to the black. I mean, that, that means businesses is definitely picking up for him. And I know that it is in our firm as well. We just won a few big healthcare projects and, uh, I can tell you there's not going to be a good time to take a vacation, but to me, I mean, no, they're kind they of never is. never is right. So you just have to schedule it in, get it on the books. And then you've got to, you have to take it or else you'll come up with a bunch of excuses why you can't go. Yeah. There's gonna, always going to be excuses of, of why you can't go. And I, and I'm a perfect example of somebody who tries to come up with this. I can't go, you know, this project's going out to bid or this project's, you know, in permitting or this project's this and this project's that, you know, and it just happens over and over again. But I've always tried to, you know, get out it, even if it's just for a week. I mean, I've in the past few years, haven't been able to take a full, you know, good full two week vacation and stuff. But, you know, now I'm dealing with consultants who here we are getting closer to the end of certain projects and they're, you know, Oh, I'm going to be gone this time and this time. And, you know, I'd like to have a meeting, but we can't have that meeting because it's too, you know, I'll be gone for two weeks. So, um, it's tough to coordinate all that stuff, but, it is. And it then, is. and then you end up taking it, taking it with you, right? Because, uh, Evan, um, doing schools, you know, what is the most important season yeah. of the school construction industry? Yeah. <laughs> Summer. 
Yep. I, I mean, I mean, you have to be there. I mean, you're, you're trying to open schools that are under construction. You're trying to get schools out so that they can start construction for the summertime. You know, it's just there, there really is no good time for, um, for school, you know, for vacation, you know, when you're doing s- schools in the summertime. Yeah. I, I hear yeah, that. Or the wintertime or spring break. Well, and I or... think, you know, this is a bigger conversation than just about vacation at that point, because really what it comes to at that point is being able to trust your team when you're gone to be yes. able to. And, and yes. the only way you can do that is if you are developing them in the way that they can actually take care of all those things. And they're not waiting for you to tell them what to do next or, you know, the whole hand holding that happens a lot of the time. And it, it does come down to training and trust. And, uh, and being able to say, you know what, you guys have it covered. Even if you don't have, feel like you have it covered, you've got it covered because you have to, because I'm not going to be available. Yeah. Well, and, and even if, even if they don't have it covered, I mean, somebody in your office should be able to step in and, and cover you for that, for that week. I mean, if it's just a week or even if it's two weeks. And if something does go wrong, right? I mean, we've said this before. It's not, it's the world will not end. The world doesn't end. And, and at the same time, with modern technology, you know, if there is a question that needs to be asked and or answered, I mean, you know, that that can happen. Well, here's what I love about vacation, right? right? Is is number one, yes, Neil, if something goes wrong, right, they can call you. Right. You get to decide if you're going to answer the phone or not. Absolutely. And And I've been on vacation before. I mean... It's a vacation in air quotes because it wasn't really vacation. My kids were out of school and I didn't have any childcare. So I stayed home with them. And when I got back, I got called to the carpet that I wasn't, maybe if I was available more because some decisions had been made without me by somebody who had no knowledge of, of the design intent. And I'm like, well, you didn't call me Well, you were on vacation. I said, well, I, I get to decide if I answer the phone or not, then you can make the decision without me, but you have to give me the opportunity to make that decision. And so, yeah, you're right. A lot of times you are within arm's reach. Um, and it is up to your team to reach out and make that call or, or you've, you've said ahead of time, you can't call me because I, I'm not available, but, but at least the, the communication lines are clear as to what the expectation is. And it's, it's also probably up to you to make that clear before you leave, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. You've got to, you got to set the right. expectation up front. That just, it just pissed me off because it was like, well, if you were more available, I was on vacation. But second, you didn't even call to try to, you know, you didn't email, you didn't call both of which, you know, if it was that important, I could have definitely decided to well, answer it. Well, you know, the thing, well, go ahead, Cormac. Uh, I was going to say, you, you, what you're saying, is and and I've lived it too many times, you know. And I was gonna, you know, tell you the example of you know when I wasn't available to take that phone call, and uh, it ended up costing the project during construction seventy six thousand dollars because somebody Jump change, you know, <laughs> in a way, in a way it is, and in a way it isn't. But you know, somebody decided to make the decision to, for some reason, delete a note that c- would have caught all of my miscellaneous, um, my loose lentils. <laughs> and for some reason we had no lentils covered. Um, but what I was actually getting at is that cover your lentils people. <laughs> yeah. Cover your lentils. No, what I was getting at is that people have 
you know, a different perspective of what vacations are now. It's you have to be available. You have to do this. Yeah. It's, and the whole point you're on the of, leash, right? The whole point of a vacation is to get away yeah. to, you know, decompress and uh, at least disconnect. For, yeah. At least for a week, let's say you're disconnecting from the office to, you know, to come back reinvigorated and re-energized so that you can, you know, go another year. Um, and, you know, and, and people have this weird expectation that, you know, you need to be, uh, you can ask my wife and, and this is an unfortunate problem I have, but you can ask my wife every time we go on vacation, what am I doing? Am I bring a set of drawings just in case somebody has a question to ask me? Or am I, you know, do I have my iPod loaded up with drawings? I mean, my iPad loaded up with drawings or my phone's on or whatever, you know, I mean, because the expectation is, is that you've got to be available for these phone calls and stuff. Um, you know, are we really getting the full brunt of the vacation i mean are we no. are we really getting what we should be getting out of the vacation no i mean i and i like to choose places to go that i can't be reached that there's just it's just impossible it doesn't exist which is well my, uh, <laughs> end of july end of july august vacation will be that yeah i mean that's what i did last year i mean it was i was unreachable for a week and that it was it was pretty nice i have to say well i i think there is, um, our clients take vacations. Uh, there are consultants you mentioned earlier, Corvick, uh, you know, they're on vacation to trying to schedule meetings or something. It's something that at least during the summer months or once school's out and before school starts, there's almost an expectation that people are just on vacations at different times. And it's rare that that something doesn't happen just because your client or somebody else on the project team is on vacation. It's okay. Yeah. It's accepted. It's like, okay, well, we'll deal with that when that person gets back or let's make this decision before this person leaves or something. You can, you can do what you can to try and plan around it, but it's okay. I guess that's the, the point that I would like to try and get across to all, everyone listening uh, that it's okay to be on vacation. It's okay to not be available for a week and yeah. it's accepted. Our clients do this. Our consultants do this and you know, the world doesn't fall apart. Why can't we do it? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, working in schools, like you were mentioning earlier, Cormac, uh, what happens like the first or second week of June? I mean, there's no more meetings with the school districts anymore, right? You just can't get mm. those people together because they're, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to figure this out now without them, but be, or we try to get it all done off, obviously, before they leave. Um, well, get all that stuff answered as much as possible. But, and they, they try to be available, but you know, they, just like anybody else, they don't, they don't want to be bothered when they're home with their family. So well, I wanted what's to, funny. Sorry, sorry, no. real quick, but what, what's yeah. funny about that is that you say that is that tomorrow I have to go to an owner's meeting on site and the owner's on vacation. <laughs> so they're not going to be there, but for some reason I'm, I've been requested to be out at this meeting that, you know, the one and only reason why we're meeting is to keep the owner updated on what's going on. And they're not there. 
you can you can FaceTime them in, I guess, to the meeting. <laughs> yeah. No, because they're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not then. Well, exactly. let me. Let we me, were all there. Me, the project was wonderful. And, Thanks. Right. And she and she makes <laughs> she makes it known. Do not try to contact me because I will not answer. See, she set well, that expectation, but you're still there. You go. So let me ask you guys this: the let's turn the conversation a little bit. So when you're on vacation as an architect. Do you guys look at your surroundings or observe your surroundings? Or are you just thinking about your project? (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it haunts my dreams. (laughs) Do do you, do you interact with your surroundings differently because you're an architect? Mm. I mean, let me, let me give you an example. I mean, when, when I, when I, we we've gone to Canada. We'll talk a little bit about this uh, here in a minute where we're going to go this summer. But uh, when I've been there, I'm, I'm really fascinated to a, it's on the East coast. So just East coast architecture is different from what I typically experience here on the West coast. So, you know, I just, I don't know when I'm there, it's different than I usually there's some family that goes with us uh, that are not architects and they're, they're, you know, engineers or, and, and scientists, and they don't see the areas that we go with the same eye that I do. Sure. Or they certainly don't see the same things. I, I, like I, if, when I go this summer, if I see this place again, I'll take a picture and I'll post it on our Facebook page or something. But there is this house that has a garage door on the second floor with, for what, for what I have, I have no idea. And I see this house. And so I'm like the only, I've had family, you know, extended family that have been going to this location in Canada for decades, right? No one has ever noticed this before. And I go like the first year I'm there and I notice this. So, I mean, do you guys experience your vacations differently as architects? Yeah. No, um, you know, know, yes. I think that we do that just naturally i I think when we go to a restaurant we are sitting there sitting down looking at everything Um, my wife i we went to lunch today and and i was i pointed something out and she was just like you know only you would actually see that (laughs) you're like nope no cormac it's not only you it's everyone listening to this podcast exactly it's only we would notice something like that you know we few oh and society can thank us yeah Exactly. Right. It, th- they should. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hear you, Neil. I mean, it's that's that's my experience too. I mean, I, I also like to kind of play the part of somebody else. I like to feel like I, I don't have to be myself on a vacation. So I'll become a photographer, or I'll become a father, or a husband. You know, something that I, I'm rather terrible at uh, when I'm working because I, I'm so busy, um, and I like to kind of be the persona of, of somebody I aspire to be when I'm on vacation. I think that's a, that's a, a relief as well. Like I went to Burning Man last year. I was unreachable, right? But I was totally an architect and a photographer when I was there. You can go on my website and see the photos I took. I mean, it was, it was a cool experience, but I, I thought like an architect when I was there because man, there's so much cool stuff and structures and art to, to see. And, and I think we, t- we do tend to see things a little differently. Yeah, I don't think we can fully separate ourselves from that side of us. Even we're, I think with vacation, what we're trying to do is detach ourselves from the immediate, you know, things that we're working on. But 
you know, when we go on vacation, it doesn't mean that we're separating ourselves. I mean, you know, you go and you look at some of the other blogs that we follow and, and some of our, you know, friends of our show that, you know, have different blogs and they always go on vacation. And sure enough, every one of them are very typical architecture. Oh, I think uh, um, Bob has posted a bunch of vacation shots, you know, that like oh, when yeah, he went to yeah. England last year. And if you go to lifeofanarchitect.com, you can see his vacation photos. And I think he well, kind of proposed the same thing. Hey, am, are you like this too? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, that was one of the ones that I was referring to yeah. is that, you know, Bob's, uh, you know, I mean, Bob had posted a picture of where he was staying. And, you know, I kind of made a comment about, you know, this oddly placed door. Um, and, you know, so we had a conversation, you know, going back and forth about, you know, the door. Um, and of course he had noticed it too. And, and I'm sure, you know, everybody else architecturally, you know, leaning had looked at that photograph. If you showed it to like, say my wife or somebody's, Oh, that's a beautiful picture of a house in the English countryside. No, we're looking at it like, dude, what's wrong with that door? Why is that door like that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it's just like, that doesn't look very structurally sound, you know, and it, it was just, it struck me as, you know, I couldn't just stop and say, oh, that's beautiful. That's nice. I had to look, I had to look at it as a stupid architect. Yeah. Or, or you go into a restaurant in some other country and you're like counting the exits, trying to figure out where they are and... <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or my constant comments, that doesn't meet code. Yeah. 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 I don't how'd know how they build time, that. How'd yeah. they get away with that? How'd they get how'd, away how'd with that? How'd they get away with that is, is, yeah, exactly. How'd they get away with this, uh, one that I used often? I'm like, I know this, I know this ramp does not meet code. <laughs> so, so, all right, guys. So where, where are you going this summer? What's the plan for, for, uh, Arcaspeak this summer? Detroit, Michigan. Don't you go there a lot? We go there a lot. We, we've got family there and, and we visit it. But, you know, when I, when I say we go to Detroit, we actually do go to Detroit to, to visit family. But in the summertime, we actually do, uh, what's becoming an annual camping trip to Northern Michigan. And we usually go visit the upper peninsula, the, the UP. And, um, I'll be able to wave at Neil, who will be in Canada because I will be really, really close to Canada. I need to get um, out to where I need my, my mom's side of the family is from the upper peninsula. That'd be, I'd it, love it, to go there. Absolutely gorgeous place. I mean, you, I, it's really hard to explain, you know, how absolutely beautiful this place is, but you know, where else can you at least go and swim, you know, wake up and go swimming in Lake Huron, then hop in the car and head North, you know, cause the, the camping that we usually go to is in Northern Michigan, this place called Rogers city, which, you know, we always go up there for this, uh, real, it's a really cute little town and it's got this probably one of the most wonderful little, um, carnivals. Uh, it's called nautical fest and, um, you know, we go there and it's got a great parade and it's just got this great community feel to it. And we, so we go there all the time. Um, but, uh, since, you know, we're camping, um, we don't have, you know, running water or anything like that. So, you know, baths and all that other stuff are in Lake Huron. Nice. That's <laughs> and, great. Uh, and then, um, Keeping it you real. know, nor 
And normally when we, uh, we go there, we usually, you know, hop in the car and we, you know, go for a, a nice drive up to the UP and, um, we go swimming in Lake Michigan. We go swimming in Lake, uh, Superior, you know, so, which are awfully cold. Oh man, I bet. Even, even in late summer, I mean, you're looking at something that like maybe is 50, 55 degrees oh. and, uh, it feels all of that. Nice. And, uh, but I'll tell you what, it's invigorating as all get out. That's awesome. Awesome. So what so about you? Oh, yeah. So ahead. that's our, that well, I was just going to say, that's our normal one. And, but we do want to try to do like a, an, an off normal one, um, late, uh, earlier in the summer and try to just head out somewhere like say Chicago. But unfortunately it's not at the same time as the, uh, national convention. Hmm. What about Evan? you, Evan? Well, I, we, we tend to never go to the same place more than once. It's pretty rare if we do. Um, so I, you know, just to give you an idea in the last five years, we, we are always up for some big adventure. And that's something I remember from my childhood when my dad took my brother and I, my, my parents took my brother and I out, we'd, we'd go off and we'd usually do the family car camping thing too. But in the last five years, um, I really took that to heart. And so we try to get out with our kids. And so, you know, we, we've been to Australia, we've been to Alaska, uh, Yosemite, nice. Zion. Um, we, we made it to New York City. Um, so this year's big adventure, which is hearkening back to my youth, which was, um, going to Yellowstone National Park. And uh, nice. that was awesome. And so we're doing that when we leave in about a month. So we're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. It's a big deal because my wife is, uh, you know, she has her own business and so she's leaving that. And, um, again, we're going to be disconnected for a couple of weeks, but we're going to be camping the whole time and I'm super excited. It's just going to be amazing. And we're going to go, we're we're in a campground right on Yellowstone Lake for six nights. So we're going to take like three days to get up there, take our time. And then we're going to be, you know, kind of exploring the different parts of the park for seven days. And then we're going to be heading back South and driving the whole way. It's about a thousand miles each way. Wow. And uh, so it's going to be a big trip. I mean, it's going to be so, I'm looking forward to this so much. My, uh, my son, if I can share this with you real quick, uh, he's been begging to go to Yellowstone and kind of get out that way. But what he's done is he's kind of planned a trip just in his head to, um, which I, I honestly hope comes to, to life. Um, but we would go from here, you know, the DC area out, out to there, but hit all of the, you know, the, old roadside attractions like yeah. the big ball you know the big, ball, big of twine. ball of twine yeah and all that other stuff he, <laughs> that'd be awesome he just so wants to do all of that and and there's a website dedicated to it and we would plot out a trip and it would take us a lot longer than you know the normal yeah. but it would be so much fun to yeah. be able to do something like that my wife and i did a road trip through the southwestern u.s a couple of years ago and we just hit every national park and monument we could on the way and it was so awesome to like you know, don't go with a plan. Just figure it out as you go. And oh, yeah, all yeah. these places have first come, first serve campgrounds, or you yep. can you can always find somewhere to stay. You can stay in your car if you have to, but it's awesome. You know, and I've got a I've got a national parks pass, and um, yeah, it's worth it. You know, with, with the little hang tag uh, for the camping and stuff. I mean, it's absolutely worth it because you know you pay eighty dollars a year for your national parks pass. Yep. 
but you, you know, you can go to all these different places and camping is free because you've got the pass and, you know, they're just wonderful places to go. I mean, it, it is well worth the investment. If anybody out there wants to do a road trip through the national parks, get yourself a national parks pass and, uh, it will be something that you don't regret. Yeah. Cause it's like 25 bucks to get in. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's guilt free then, you know, you just go and come and go as yeah. you please and hit as many as you can. And it's awesome. What about you, Neil? Where are you going? Well, we're going to, um, you know, different from you, Evan, we, we've been tending to go to the same place every year, but my wife has some family in Eastern Canada. And so we go up there to visit them and, uh, you know, the kids have been going there, you know, each year, practically, we have a couple little cottages that we, uh, that we stay in. They're right on the, uh, the river. Uh, the river kind of opens up into a big kind of, uh, almost like a lake where we're at, basically. I think I remember and you posting photos. Didn't you go there last week? I, no, you, yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yep. And we've been there, I think every year for the, like the last, four or five years, I think. Um, so I, I'd like to start to change that up a little bit, but, uh, you know, and, and we'll, we'll get there. We're the, the kids want to, uh, we want to do a couple of road trips. I think in the next few years, the kids are getting, you know, a little bit older now. So, um, they're uh, not, not old, but I mean, they're, they're at the right age where they could probably sit in the car for a little bit longer than, you know, when they're like four or five, you know, they're, they're reaching that, uh, nine and nine and seven age. So, um, so we're looking forward to taking some trips, but, but we'll be going up there to Canada and we'll, we'll stay there. What's nice there is that it's, it's completely away from just about everything and you don't have to go anywhere. And when we're there, we're, we're with, we're family, we're staying in our own places. We're not even like in, uh, uh, in a hotel or anything like that. So, uh, it, it's real nice. You know, there are a couple little summer cottages and so, uh, beautiful sunset every night, uh, you know, over the river. And, uh, we, we, in the past we've gone on Canada day or spent Canada day up there. And, uh, so we get to see a lot of fireworks and everything. So that, that's a real fun time to, to go there. So that's cool. Yeah. That's what we'll be doing. And, you know, hopefully we'll be mixing that up a little bit more. I mean, we did do a little Disneyland trip, uh, earlier this year. Uh, so the kids could kind of experience that, uh, before they get too old, but, uh, and, and the, the magic goes away, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. uh, you know, but so, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. So we'll, we'll be, we'll be waving at Cormac across the border. Nice. You can get to get the mirror and kind of flash the, uh, SOS. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do some Morse code back and forth. Nice. There we go. There we go. All Should right. So we be recording a new episode. <laughs> no <laughs> arca speak is on vacation no so i i think everybody should uh should give us a call at the uh the arca speak podcast line at 415-484-8496 or go to the website and leave some comments at arcaspeakpodcast.com or hit us up on our twitter accounts or the arca speak podcast twitter account and facebook page and let us know where you're going on vacation this summer that'd be awesome yeah i'd love to hear where people are heading off because i need ideas (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah and tell us what's what the best uh best place to go is i mean what what's cool about the podcast is we have people from all over the world and i have a feeling that um the perspectives are 
hugely different than what what I have, right? So I would love to hear what uh, what other people do for their vacations, um, and then also like how important you think they are as well, because I, I'm sure we have listeners who don't think they're important, and I'd love to know why. And let us know if you'd like to sponsor a all expense paid trip for Arcaspeak to come to your country. <laughs> And, and we will talk. We'll record an episode for you. All right, guys. Well, with that, let's let's call it a night. Sounds good. All right. Good night, everybody. And have a, have a great summer. Good night. Good night. I used to shy away from the stampede. I'd hibernate. Down in my heart at all To get good at the game I had to grease up my fire gear And that craving came When you cross the lawn yeah, When you came along Jim Duck dared me Turn the sprinklers on Barefoot in the driveway Come on.